0: athlete, parent, or spouse because of it.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and we are in season two of the podcast entitled Mindset Monday. So we come to you every Monday with a different way to think about, look at, and handle life situations and scenarios that it throws at us. So from the locker room to the boardroom at the Selking Performance Group, we really look at leveraging the power of mindset and leadership to drive sustainable performance excellence in individual lives um, on teams and in organizations. And so we want to help everyone understand how do we build championship mindsets? And what we know is that a mindset is a patterned way of thinking about a situation which dictates and determines how we show up or engage or respond to that scenario. And so again, we want to look at what is a mindset of a champion? How do champions view these different scenarios? Which again, determines how they engage and intersect with that situation. Today on episode six, we are going to be looking at the championship mindset on silencing the critics. To get us started, though, I want to give us a quick thank you um, to our sponsor, Brightview Medical. And so they had some exciting news released this week that we just want to congratulate them on. And again, consider to um, continue to encourage you to check out their business um, and just see where they're at in terms of the forefront of the medical field and providing a brighter future. Because again, the announcement that just came out is that they are now partnered with the NFL alumni to help retirees and even those currently in the league get a better understanding on where their bodies and brains are at by leveraging great technology, very advanced body scans to be able to see what's going on at the pinpoint level in their entire bodies and then develop um, rehab and training plans to help keep them in peak performance, but also in peak recovery as they transition into life after football. So again, check out Brightview Medical. There'll be a great little commercial at the end of our podcast, um, giving you more insight on what they do as an organization, but a huge thank you to them and a huge congratulations on this exciting news. So with that being said, let's dive in. Championship mindset on silencing the critics. So we are in week four of the NFL season and week five of the college football season, and as you can imagine, there are lots of critics coming out from all over, right? And these critics are condemning and criticizing entire organizations, teams, um, management, personnel, coaches, individual players, and it is exhausting, quite frankly. And this is this range from your armchair quarterback that's. Blowing Twitter up all the way to those analysts on ESPN and Sports Center and uh, different programs across the country that literally are just criticizing how people are doing what they're doing, and and we want to come at this and look at well, how can we think about this whole episode or epidemic, if you will, of critics, right? And how do we silence the critics? How do champions think about that scenario? And so I'm going to give you six mindset markers, right? Again, a marker is an indication of something that, that would foretell what is to come. And so if we if we see these markers in people on their minds, right, we we can pretty much guarantee that they're going to be a champion in some capacity. And so I want to give you six of those markers that you can start thinking about, you know, how do I think about the own critics in my life? Because again, the reality of it is sport is just a microcosm for life. So sport is a great way for us to look at how the rest of the world and the rest of life intersects. And so whatever domain you're in, whether it's business or family life or your community, um, you know, again, use sport in, in this reference as as a way to see a lens to view your own world, right? But I think, you know, the first mindset marker of champions is grit. And I feel like this is coming up over and over and over again because, as Angela Duckworth has found in her research, grit is one of the uh, markers of individuals who are successful in all domains. And grit is really passion and perseverance over time, despite pain and adversity, in relation to. Uh, an objective goal or or target, and so you know, grit grit is not just about this passion and perseverance of uh, through physical pain though. It's also emotional pain, and that's really where uh, critics come in. I think is they trigger a sort of emotional pain because as humans, our brains are wired to connect, and um, and and so when we experience condemnation or getting cut down or criticized by others, it sort of triggers this emotional reactive pain in our brains. If we allow it to, right? So if we can, if we can learn to buffer that and build a sense of grit in ourselves, then it mitigates that, that pain that our anterior cingulate cortex actually experiences at the emotional level. And so that is something that we want to help facilitate in you. And one way to do that is to, you know, look at the lens of the pain that critics are trying to inflict on us and, and shift our mindset from pain to today to greatness to tomorrow, right? Like this is not about the pain I'm going through right now. This is about building in me a, 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 a grittiness that is going to prepare me for the future. And so that will help mitigate that emotional pain that our brain experiences in that in that realm. And you know, ways to think more about this or learn more about this, Angela Duckworth's book, Grit, um, is is a great read. And I'll put that in the episode notes for you to be able to check out. But I also have an article on the website. You can go to our website at www.selkingperformance.com. And there's an article on there entitled, titled From Grit to Greatness, and if you check that out, it gives some different ways to think about how do I build grit in myself, and then how can we actually build grit on our teams? Because again, it's that passion and perseverance toward a goal despite physical or emotional pain that we might endure, and that is a critical element for us as we continue uh, to pursue excellence in our world, in our team, in our organization, and in our individual lives. Before we go into the other five markers, I want to reference something known as the tall poppy syndrome. So you can Google this and read more about it. But the tall poppy syndrome is really based in, in in envy, right? And so it's about, you know, if you look at a field of poppies, right, and there's one tall one, they want to cut it down because they don't want anyone to stand out or to be better or to be greater. And this is this is a scenario that comes up time and time again in our world and our social environment, right? Is when somebody succeeds or somebody does great things, a lot of times they want to cut them down. And like a tall poppy standing out in a field full of poppies, um, it's when an individual exceeds right, and and excels and does greatness, now all of a sudden, everybody starts wanting to cut them down and chop their legs out from under them. And um, Benjamin Franklin Fairless, who was the president of the American Steel Corporation back in the 50s, said, you know, you can't strengthen one by weakening another. You can't heighten a dwarf by cutting the leg off of a giant. And so I think that just really sets the stage for us to look at why do people attack people that are trying to be great, right? Like, listen, if you're playing college football or you're playing in the NFL, guess what? You're dang good. And all these other critics that are coming at you to chirp and talk and tell you what you can't do, well, they're not doing it, right? And they're certainly not qualified or or playing at that level currently, right? And so they don't really have a right to be chopping you down. And so I think that that just sets the stage for us to look at how ridiculous this is in general and to really step back and think about how am I going to fight that then? if I If I am going to choose to be great in this world, I have to understand that they're going to come after me. The tall poppy syndrome will set in in terms of how society tends to function and wants to keep everything. At, at the at average right and at mediocre but but average right normal is merely average and so so we don't want to stay there and and you know if we can break out of one engaging in this tall poppy syndrome so whenever other people have success can we not be the first one to jump on and try to cut them down uh, but rather understand that hey if you are going to be a tall poppy they might start try to cut you down right so how do we continue to fight through and again we're going to look at these five more markers that can help us do that. And so I think one one mindset right that champions tend to adopt is kill them with kindness. And so when someone tries to come at you or is really mean or negative or has this air about them towards you for no apparent or particular reason, we can start with killing them with kindness, right? And and smile at them right? Knowing that that probably pisses them off even more. And if they want to act like that, well, we're going to take the opposite approach, right? And and come at them from a different way. I still remember when I was in elementary school, um, there was this girl in my class whose mom was an aide in our school. And this girl and I had a decent relationship. I mean, we weren't best friends, but we were friends Lee. But man, her mom had a thing against me, and I had no idea what it was. And I just remember coming home and telling my mom, like, you know, Mrs. So-and-so, every time she sees me, she scowls at me. And every time she has a chance to point out something I do wrong, she does. And it's really embarrassing, and I don't understand it. And my mom said, kill her with kindness, Amber if that's how she wants to be, if she's going to go so low to condemn and to criticize and to embarrass a third grader, then you can't let that phase you. You kill her with kindness. And, And right away I sort of snapped to it and I stopped feeling bad for myself. I stopped feeling sorry for myself. I stopped feeling like I did something wrong and saw it for what it was. Yes, this is a grown woman Criticizing and embarrassing a third grader and scowling at her every time she passes her in the hallway, and that's ridiculous. And is re- right? That sounds ridiculous to us, but it's equally ridiculous when we criticize college kids or professional athletes or professionals in in the world, right? In in business, and put them on blast. Excuse me, I have a cold and I just had a little sniffle there, so I, I'm sorry for that. Um, but I just remember that thought of how that sort of invigorated me and strengthened me. And so I made it my little mission that I was going to win this woman overcome hell or high water. And so every time I saw her, I would say, hi, Mrs. So-and-so, how are you today? And I'd give her a big smile, right? And I just kept going and going and going until by the time I was in sixth grade, this woman just couldn't even handle it anymore. I had stayed consistent for three years in how I treated her. And she saw that. And I'll be danged if by the end of it, she wasn't smiling right back and say, I'm doing great, Amber. How are you today? And so I think that's sort of a mindset that champions adopt is, fine, I'm going to kill them with kindness. I'm going to keep smiling. Even if under down under, I'm sort of writhing, right? And you know what? It can be a smile like one of those sort of sly smiles with a little nod that goes with it, because that leads us to our second mindset marker of prove them wrong. Fine. You want to cut me down? You want to chirp a little bit? Well, watch this. And it's a little smile, right? That goes along with it as we're smiling back. And and we lock in. Right? Champions lock in to honing your craft. You know what? You can chirp, you can talk, you can do whatever you want. I'm not going to listen to you. I'm going to smile to your face, but I'm going to put my head down and I'm going to go to work. And champions hone their craft. They get even better at what it is they've set out to do. To Despite what people might be saying, thinking, putting out on social media, etc., Steve Martin had an awesome quote that I just loved that said, Be so good they can't ignore you. Fine. Again, keep talking because I'm going to be so good, and I'm going to become so good that you're not going to be able to ignore me, or you're not going to be able to keep saying these these negative, de- derogatory, uh, dirty, even sometimes things about me. So, so let's go. That's fine. I'm not going to engage in this. I'm going to work hard, and so. The other thing that we have to be careful of, I think a lot too, as fighters, right? You know, we have this tendency to, when people sort of start chirping or sprouting criticism, we want to fight back. We want to go, we want to retaliate. But champions have an emotional control about themselves, right? That doesn't fight back, nor do they disengage, because sometimes the tendency is to, fine, I'm just going to tap out then. Gonna totally disengage, but that's not the right mechanism either. There has got to be a, an intricate balance, right? Of this, fight back and disengage, and somewhere in the middle, in there, there is there is a space where greatness can happen, right? Where you lock in, you get even better, you get even stronger, emotionally, technically, physically, tactically. You 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 thrive in this environment, right? Not where we spout spout off and 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 get all emotional about the situation and fight uncontrollably and not where we totally disengage, but where we lock in and we find where where we fight strategically. We fight intentionally and we fight to win. And that's that mindset of a champion, right? Where we prove them wrong. Watch this, watch this. The fourth mindset marker that really helps champions navigate that intricate balance of fighting to win is about controlling the controllables. Listen, there are things in this world that are totally outside of our attention or our control. And do you know how much time, energy, and attention we should be given those things? Zero. We need to lock our time, energy, and attention onto the things that we can control. And so one way that we can do this right, is literally identify, hey, what are five things in this scenario that I can't control? Because when we bring those to attention and to the forefront, now we know, okay, I'm not fueling these elements of these uncontrollables. I'm not wasting my energy on them. But then we need to look at, all right, what are five things right now that I can control? And then we need to funnel all of our time, energy, and attention to dealing with, managing, grasping, and latching on to the things that we can control because that's going to help us hone our craft, right? And that's what what the previous mindset, Mark, was all about is hone our craft. What can we do to hone our craft, get better at what we do so that we can become so good they can't ignore us? That takes us then to the fifth mindset marker that champions attend to truth. They don't attend to to falsity, right? They don't attend to ambiguity, to to the glamorous built up emotional elements that critics can try to stir up. They attend only to truth. And so with this being said, how do we do that, right? Well, I think we got to start talking to ourselves and stop listening to ourselves because the reality of it is sometimes we are our own worst critic. Like There's critics on the outside, but if we're being honest with ourselves, a lot of times that critic comes from the inside. And it's at that point we have got to stop listening to ourselves and stop start talking to ourselves, be intentional and deliberate with how we manage what it is that we are saying to ourselves. Because again, there's enough people coming at us from the outside. We don't need that voice on the inside also chirping at us all day long. You're not good enough. You're not strong enough. You're not smart enough. You're not going to be blah, 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 right? Stop. Quiet the noise and start talking to yourself. Develop some really intentional. We've talked about power statements in the past; those are great, right? Have some quotes around you. Put on your lock screen. What's on your lock screen on your phone? Is it also uh, fueling your fire, right? Giving you truth. Another way to do this, right, is to have people in your world that will speak truth to you. That inner circle that you have is critically important because when when things start happening and the bullets. Start flying and the critics start chirping, you've got to have people that you can go to that can give you truth. So when I told that story about when I was in third grade, my mom is still a person that I go to to get truth, right? My best friends, my husband, my mentors, right? Those are the people that I go to. Okay. Here's what's going on. Here's what they're saying. I know I shouldn't be listening to it, but it is distracting it. And I literally say to them, give me truth right now and they do. They give me truth, truth from scripture, truth from my life, truth about who I am, what I'm doing. And that invigorates me. It inspires me. It gives me that energy to go fight to win, right? Fight to hone my craft, to believe in who I am and what I'm doing. And that's, that's that critical element, right? And that leads us to the sixth and final mindset markers of champions as it relates to silencing the critics, right? Champions know that consistency leads to excellence. And so I want to challenge you to build routines this week that not just hone your craft, but hone your character right? Because character and work ethic are the core of this. Champions know who they are and what they're doing and what it takes to get what it is that they want in sport, in business, in life, in our relationships. It takes character and it takes work ethic. And so one of your mindset training, your championship mindset training for this week is going to be to build one routine that strengthens your character and one routine that strengthens your work ethic. Because again, it's consistency that leads to excellence. My husband is an incredible man and my biggest supporter. And he on the reg is on me, right? To To build my character, stay consistent to who I am, and to work my ass off with with what we're trying to accomplish um, through Selking Performance Group, with Notre Dame Football, with my individual clients, even in our marriage. And so again, I want to challenge you to think about what does this look like for me in my life personally and professionally, right? Because it is about consistency, consistency over time. It builds habits, literally at the neurological level. It is wiring who, we are and how we are going to function, right? And if we want to be this gritty person that can persevere and endure despite all kinds of highs and lows that we might go through in life, well, then we have got to be consistent in who we are and how we function and and go about our business. So again, we'll do a mindset or we'll do a recap of the mindset markers. First was grit, right? Second was kill them with kindness, this mentality that I'm gonna know who I am and why I do what I do, and I'm gonna smile at you every time I pass by to just inundate you with with my greatness. The third is to prove them wrong. This mentality of watch this. You wanna turp fine. I'm gonna go to work and hone my craft so that I'm so good you can't ignore me. Which leads us then to the fourth one, right, of champions control the controllables. They know there's things they can't control, and they spend zero time, energy, and attention on that, and they focus all of their time, energy, and attention on the things they can control. The fifth mindset marker is they attend only to truth, right? They don't scroll through the Twitter feed and read all the things people are saying. No, they buffer that. All they do is put out greatness. They tweet greatness. They insta-greatness. They talk about greatness. They talk about the work, their character, their team, their organization, their vision, their mission. They don't criticize anybody else, talk about anybody else. They talk about their ideas, their mission, and they're on it. And they give zero to all of the others, right? Haters going to hate, let them hate, keep on your greatness, put your blinders onto it, lock in you, you put out the good stuff and you do not consume the bad stuff. And, be, and then sixth and final, right? Consistency leads to excellence. As we consistently fill our mind with things that are good and excellent and pure and noble, right? All of a sudden we're wiring excellence into who we are and how we function in this world. I want to end with one of my favorite quotes, powerful, powerful, powerful words from Theodore Roosevelt. It's a long quote called the man in the arena. I'm sure many of you have heard it, but I want to reiterate it and bring it to the forefront of your mind today. Listen, guys, that's a majority of our population. Our majority of our population live among those poor and timid souls who know neither victory nor defeat. They live in a state of mediocrity and average, and they want to be out there, and they want to chirp, and they want to condemn all the people that are out there actually striving to do great deeds. Listen, if you fail, fine. It's not about that. It's about the process. So let the critics criticize. But for those of us who are after greatness, who are after excellence in everything that we do, from our personal lives to our professional lives, to our teams, to our organizations, to our business, go dare greatly. Let them talk, but be so good and become so good as an individual person of character and work ethic that it doesn't even, it's not even about the outcome anymore. It's about who you are and who you've become in that process, and that leaves no opportunity and no room for criticism. Again, your championship mindset training for this week, I just want to challenge you. Build one routine that's going to strengthen your character and build one routine that's going to strengthen your work ethic. Because at the end of the day, it's about who you are. It's not about about what you get from what you do. It's about who you are. And Those routines of character and work ethic are going to build in you the champion that you want to be in this world. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for being with us today on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. We really appreciate your continued support. And if you would take a next step and and rate and review our podcast on iTunes, that would really mean a lot to us as it really helps us continue to bring you great content for free. Um, There's more places that you can also get free content um, on our website at www.selkingperformance.com. There'll be an opportunity for you to input your email. A little pop-up will come up. So if you could give us your email address, we'd love to Send you some more free documents. Um, we've got 11 principles of mindset greatness that will come at you in your inbox. No spam. You don't get a ton of emails, I promise. I know how obnoxious and annoying that is, but I do want to continue equipping you with ways to think and function in this world to continue striving to achieve excellence in all parts of your life. Um, again, we've got two ebooks out on Amazon, some picture books that look at uh, th- the, through the lens of a little bee named Zip how to achieve your dreams and how to really make it to the the winner's Circle. And follow us on Twitter, please, at Dr. Selking. And again, if there's any way that I can support your team or organization by coming to speak or, or hosting a training for you guys, um, reach out to me directly. My email is amber at selkingperformance.com. And I'd love to, to figure out how we can coordinate that and how we can really tailor a talk or a training session to benefit and optimize your team's performance. So thanks again for joining us on Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This has been your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.
0: This episode of Building Championship Mindsets is brought to you by Brightview Medical. Brightview Medical has a unique approach to healthcare. Providing patient-centered, personalized care, they provide support from start to finish that makes you feel like family. With their timely and accurate lab results and image results, BrightView provides a peace of mind unlike any other. If you don't know what you're doing or you feel a little scared about the process, it's okay. BrightView provides a personalized care and support throughout the entire process. They've created this advantage by having an expansive, in-house team of physicians, nurses, therapists, and technicians. Unlike a traditional insurance model, they start with a full body scan using this new GE Revolution CT Scan. And probably one of the best things about this entire process is it takes less than a total of nine minutes. Brightview Medical, better imaging, brighter diagnosis, brighter future.